Oh, man. You know, I know we're going to talk about a certain Buster movie right now, but I'm talking about some sleep busters right now in the form of my newly minted son. We've got to talk about it. We haven't been on. We start almost every podcast by saying like, Ah, it's been a while since we recorded. I know. There's a good reason now. There is a good reason. People were probably like, going, what's going on? Did they fall off the face of the earth? Like, it's no, life happened. Uh, the aforementioned son has, prodigal son has prodigal arrived. Prodigal son has arrived early, fashionably early. Yeah. Which makes you question is he a Mustaho? <laughs> We're Does not, it run in the family? We're not known to being early. You're not a punctual people. No. <laughs> And he came five weeks early, so... He's going to be the guy at the party. He's going to be Michael Scott. He's going to be the guy who shows up <laughs> and is like, do you need help cooking? He's going to come with a potato salad? Potato salad from That's, the deli. It's been sitting in the car for a couple hours. Just put it over there. <laughs> I don't know if it's safe. Will he be dressed as the waitstaff? <laughs> yes, he will. Of course he will. And well, that's up to you, I suppose. But I guess you'll have to have a you know a good friend where you can switch out the clothes just right away. Just make sure he won't look so foolish. Whether it fits or not. That's exactly. what you got. Doesn't do. matter. Yeah, who cares? Um yeah, it's been a while uh yeah. since we recorded. We have unfortunately we've also had another episode that was sitting in the works for a while. Oh do we? Yeah, it was our the boys review. Um yeah. Still, that's uh that's gonna be released. Coming. And it's uh well now I got some free time in the middle of the night. <laughs> You know, that's 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 coming around the corner. I mean, I don't have any kids, so I mean, who am I? I don't know that I'm an expert, but I mean, what what are they going to do? Like, yeah, you got to be awake. All right, fair enough. Make sure they're alive. But really, what else are they doing? I already tra- tested the limits the other night. I, uh, <laughs> I saw you were playing some Overwatch, uh-huh. huh? Yeah, yeah. Good balance, not bad. Yeah, baby was, in one hand, controller in the other. He was so respectful. Logan, oh. Logan knew. He didn't cry during my match. Wow. He didn't fidget. No, he just stayed in my hands gently. And we won. That was teamwork. That was father-son teamwork right there. You know what? We if you have that somebody w. that is not communicating in a respectful manner, maybe you just put the microphone in front of his face. Let him cry. You really ruin these people's day. <laughs> you really troll people by uh, That's having new intro? cry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing? You getting any sleep at all? I am. I'm actually uh, fashioning my sleep pattern after you. So <laughs> I have uh, gone minimal. Minimalist yeah. now. Yeah, sleep. it's terrible, isn't it? It's not. It's not. It's not the ideal situation for me, no. and I'm off. You know, for this time. I'm looking into your eyes right now. Do you see? What do you see? A little red. <laughs> Just a little, a little, little ro- red, little, a little rosy. Red. <laughs> you look like um, like a jobber from the early 1990s WWF. Like maybe uh, oh. Mr. Fuji has blown salt in your eye. <laughs> you go. And I'm just over there, like ah. Yeah, oh, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> it, was that you driving on the way here today? <laughs> exactly. I felt like someone has raked me across the eyes right now. Like oh god, <laughs> reaching for everything. Yeah, but but you you look good. I'm you know I'm trying. I had pu- cucumbers over the eyes. And, oh, okay, yeah, great. Know. You don't put a put a, put a porterhouse on there. Exactly. No. It's I'm starting to look like a raccoon. Is what's going to happen. I'm just going to have like these big dark a circles. Trash panda. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. But yep. Uh, but that's like our catch up. Uh, really, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's life hits you hard and fast, and uh, a couple weeks. And down everybody's the happy and healthy and doing well. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone. And you already said his name. You named him Logan. Truly, Logan and, he, truly a a nerd. Did uh, I tell you why? When uh, we saw him, yeah, well, it please. was up in the air, right? Yeah. He was so what? What? What, what Logan, options do we have? Yeah. Grayson, okay, yep. Uh, and then Ethan, okay. And uh, when we when we saw him, or I saw him first, and I 
You know what's right? Oh my god, he's so hairy. He's got so much hair on his back, <laughs> his legs, shoulders. Like he's really hairy. And she's oh wow. He's like he really is a Logan. Then he is a Wolverine. <laughs> I was like going, I was like going. I don't know, just maybe. And for like the first thirty six hours, we were testing the, all the three names out. Yeah. And it seemed like Logan was the one that was just gonna like really be really stick. So yep, Logan Ray. Should we call him Logan Weapon X? Nope. nope. Call him Wolverine. That's right. He he's quick too. Berserker barrage. He was supposed barrage. to be, you know, in our NICU for they said maybe three to four weeks, and yeah, he came out. He's easy ready in like a couple weeks. He's like, I'm How ready is to go. he adjusting to the adamantium? He seems fine. It seems traumatic when they're implanting it, but man, he gets these like night terrors when he's sleeping. <laughs> I see him kind of like fidgeting. His fists start coming out at me. Do they give you anything? Because I'm sure he can't control his claws yet. Do they give him anything to sort of restrain no, them? No, that's or? why I have to watch out when I'm changing him because those suckers <laughs> just come out. Pop! <laughs> Yo, cling, cling. Oh, oh, God. And there you go. He starts like swiping at me. I just got to duck and dodge. Right, right. The good news is for you, he's very resilient. Yes. You oh, no. Drop him on the ground, whatever. He's fine. He bounces right back, you know? I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to put him in my insurance. <laughs> you understand how much it's going to save me in, my, in the long run, too? Yeah. God, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, who is this pediatrician? Pediatrician. <laughs> pediatrician, please. That's my Sheldon, models. he's indestructible. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely one advantage. So. Yeah. Modern is. medicine, am I right? Right. I know, right? It must have been all the foods and all the gluten that I was eating. <laughs> it, was just... it was that special diet you were on. Oh, exactly. I see what happens when you abstain from bread and grains and all that other <laughs> stuff, the dairy. You get that. Yeah. I can't wait. My little claws are starting to come in. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so uh yep that we celebrated uh his Amazing. his arrival and uh yep we're about to celebrate another thing another milestone nerd podcast everybody it's ming chen approved welcome everyone to another episode of keeping nerd episode 50 this is the halloween spooktacular of 2019 Whoa. where we celebrate 35 years of the certain movie that taught a prehistoric bitch 
how to do things downtown. <laughs> a movie that uh, asked a question, and oh, I'm sorry, answered the question of a certain EPA agent and his appendage. A movie that had America asking the question, who are you going to call when there's something strange in your neighborhood? I'm Vince Clortho, the key master of this program. With And with me today is Jeremiah Dempsey. What is up, buddy? I am calling you now the one shot dad. How do you like how do you like the sleep deprivation <laughs> on that, that one? That was amazing. You did so good. Whew, yes. You're no longer the one sh- the one shot kid. Yeah. No. Oh, if uh, I'm sorry people, everyone, if you didn't catch what movie we're going to be celebrating today, it's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters the movie. You know what it did also for me? It really um it cemented in my brain at a very young age that uh Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> So there's that. There's some really important things that you learn in life. Yes. And Ray Parker Jr. through this film ensured that that message, that the groundwork was laid for that early. And and it carried you all the way to adulthood. <laughs> yeah, I still think about it daily. <laughs> you sing that? Yeah, of course oh I do. <laughs> oh. In the throes of passion, I, I start singing this song. <laughs> Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> a new official motto of keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we could use that. That was actually. Oh, uh, it's probably trademarked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeremiah, given the history of litigation that we were speaking before, <laughs> yeah, beforehand, yeah, 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 oh, which we will mention uh, uh, after. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went onto it before the show. What I've been doing, Jeremiah, yeah. How have you been doing? I was rude, and I I cut, I cut you <laughs> off. So how have you been doing since our uh, brief? You have- uh, by far the biggest news so it's totally understandable um i did take a little trip to disneyland got to explore uh batu for the first time in galaxy's edge okay yeah so we uh we went to star wars land and after all the hubbub of, everything that your wild dreams have you know mocked up yeah and realistically like i mean i think i talked to somebody today who was a big disney and star wars nerd and he said Galaxy's Edge is the biggest flop of 2019. <laughs> it oh. kind of was. Well, in terms of they expected it to be this boon for business and it was going to be multi-hour long waits and it was going to be, you know, a a, a, uh, a system that you were going to have to get a some sort of arrangement ahead of time and you were going to have a certain block of time. Like you can be here for three hours in and out and that's it and reservations. And we literally walked in and with nobody around us and we're able to you know so there's multiple entrances into yeah um into galaxy's edge and we went from the sort of uh, i guess it's the westernmost entrance near um uh, right next to splash mountain so we came in from okay critter country Country, yeah and you enter into the uh resistance forest where yeah we see uh chewbacca is just walking around in there did it look like near woods uh, a little bit, right. a little bit smaller scale, but yeah. And you, you know, there's an X-wing just chilling there, and you can take a look at it. And like the uh, the way that the characters behave is great because there there's not like a big sign with a handler like "Come meet Chewbacca." It's just he's seeing that there's steam pouring off of this X-wing, and he's taking a look at it. And he's trying to fix it, and he's walking through the crowd. animatronics, or is it actual nope. like oh walk around characters? Great, yeah. okay. Ray, you frequently see Ray and Chewbacca in sort of that part of the you know, of Galaxy's Edge, yeah. And then there is sort of the more, um, like, a a downtown area based around, like, a market and whatnot. And that's sort of where the First Order has set up shop and they're looking for the resistance. And frequently over there, you see stormtroopers and you see Kylo Ren and they interact with... Are they First Order stormtroopers or are they they mixing them up between... No, it's all 
current oh, sort of. I yeah, wish it would have been like a little bit maybe mixed up. Yeah. Right? Um, I think from what I understood, from what I've seen from some of the Imagineers talking about it was it would be very easy to go back and say, here's the characters and the time that you guys are accustomed to. And mm-hmm. the story kind of ends there. But if we create a new place with a story that is sort of open-ended in terms of what the future holds, then we have the ability to create and add and move on. And I get it. I get it. I do would feel more comfortable if it were like you're in Endor or whatever. Like, I think that would be more pleasing to this yeah, old man. But Bat- Batu is somewhere completely fiction, new, right? Yeah. yeah ficti- well, I mean, non-canon, right? But yeah, correct. So, um, they've, they've created it for the purposes of, um, of galaxy's edge but um it's definitely has the feeling of the the newest sort of trilogy and um one of my favorite things that we did is we went into um oga's cantina which is in line with sort of the the idea of the original cantina scene oh okay great did they have a a greedo cosplayer or not cosplayer but a character no no. not yet anyway it's not at the moment but Mm -hmm you can get specialty cocktails and mocktails that are, oh, okay. you know, and there's interesting creatures in sort of like tanks and things behind the bar. And Oh, so they're actually serving some real alcohol now. Oh, yeah, definitely. So this is the first part of Disneyland Correct. where they're actually, oh, okay, cool. Um, they, as to the quality of the alcoholic beverages, uh, they're they're akin to what you would get, I think, at like a chain restaurant. It's pre-mixed oh, stuff. That yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, because yeah. they're making it in such large batches. I mean, it's not like there's bottles behind the counter. It's... They're yeah. selling these things as turning them as fast as you can. But a yeah. lot of these drinks have boba pearls and or dry ice and interesting things kind of happening in them. To kind of give like some sort of like intriguing feature yes, to it. 100%. Yeah. Um, and that was really fun. And so do you know anything about Ogus Cantina? Do you know anything no. about the... Okay. I haven't... I mean, except for like, I know they said the, the blue milk and I know people were like taking like menus and stuff from there as like a keepsakes I, but they have blue milk and green milk looking back at the original trilogy and the newest trilogy okay yeah um the blue milk i tried the blue milk neither one of them are dairy it's non-dairy options based with coconut milk but it's got like a generally kind of a fruity mild sort of sweet fruity flavor slushy oh it's, interesting yeah, okay yeah interesting the green one i've heard is more floral and i was like i'm not interested in some sort of weird now did you drink it straight from the you know I drank it straight from the the, tea, the bantha. Perfect. Yeah. Good. I want to make sure you did you have and you, did it get all of your your facial hair? Yeah, like, it's gross. It, I like, had uh, hair in my mouth actually. From mm. the, the, nope, that's what happens. Disgusting. <laughs> um, but I brought you a gift. So one of the oh. I'm, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna take a look at. The, I'm gonna take a look at this right now. It's a uh, featuring a character which you may or may not know. It's from uh, may or may not know. Well, you should know, but maybe not from Galaxy's Edge. So uh, go ahead and take a look okay. here. Let me take a look here. Yeah. So, if you remember from Star Tours, DJ Rex, or oh, I mean Rex, who is he our was pilot, Rex. He, was the, yeah. oh. he is now the DJ in Oga's Cantina spinning tunes, and there's an yes. animatronic of Rex, who has got his new job now working in does Galaxy's he mention, Edge. Does he mention like his like old job? Like, this is better when I used to fly it for Star <laughs> I Tours. I didn't hear oh, that. Oh, sweet. But he is sort of like, here comes the native, the newest tune that you guys are going to love dancing so to. sweet. Thank you, bud. And, yeah, and he dances. And so I, you're a lover of Funko Pop, so yes, I got you the, right here. the Disney exclusive uh, DJ Rex to put in the collection. <laughs> so I know you haven't been there yet, but definitely one of our favorite uh, aspects of Galaxy's Edge. A nice, a nice little Easter egg, too. Yeah, right? 100%. Because I, I tried to kind of stay away from like seeing everything online, gotcha. like people's walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah. I, I did watch a little bit and maybe sure. read a little bit, but I try to keep a lot to like right, more of the surprise factor. When you get to go see it, yeah. And do you think maybe that's what it is too? Do you think people aren't flocking to that place? Because 
everyone had seen a walkthrough already of it. So like, eh, I'll I mean, get to maybe get some to of that. Well, I think the biggest sort of the biggest reason why you can get in right now, and uh, because like we went on the Millennium Falcon ride. Um, yeah, how long was the wait? The first time we went on it, uh, fifteen minutes. Okay, and it was in the evening. It was probably seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, somewhere in there. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. So we went That's... back the next day to ride it again. Yeah, and it was closer to forty, which is still. Whatever, like Big Thunder Mountain, it's forty minutes sometimes. Do you, you know? remember like when Star Tours first opened, yeah, and then when and hours, oh, when it hours. reopened with the new? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it did get up to over an hour at one point on that still... Monday. It's totally worth it. Amazing. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure it's, it's like worth Star it. Tours I'm just more on cringing on the fact that it's not a, you know, like it's not. Oh, you, all right. Do you think also think because they have they haven't had the la- next attraction uh, available exactly yet? That's exactly what I think it is. Resistance. Rise of the resistance. Right, right, yeah, there you go. And that's supposed to be large scale, like yeah, it's it's like um, a lot of moving parts. Immersive, yeah, yeah lots right. of animatronics, lots of yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So I think that's January is what they're looking for opening there. Oh, so, they put, really pushed it back then. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be like well, in the holiday. It was, uh, right. it was. <laughs> it was supposed to be ready for opening in then November, not yeah. January. So somewhere in the next, you I'm know, few hoping months. everything is uh, working out then with their project. I think they were struggling a little with some of the uh with some of the effects, but uh Ooh. and they getting a little they they had bigger dreams and yeah. the imagineers are like oh. And there's just not quite coming together where they wanted, but they're working on it and uh I think cuz that's one of the bigger sort of um uh problems with this area is there's the perceived sort of like oh my god, I'll wait to go there because it's going to be crazy. And then once you get there, there's one attraction. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so exactly. So you got one ride there. So like Ogus Cantina is great. Um, walking around it just, you know, all the little shops are great. The theming is amazing. But I'm ultimately I'm really surprised because I'm thinking about even when Carsland opened up, all their attractions were like hours upon hours. Yeah. Even for that, uh, they, which they now have changed, like that Luigi's. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. That When it was first like a little air kind of yep. thing and. You're bouncing around balls in yeah, the air. Yeah, oh, so terrible. It was a horrible idea. And it was quite a quite a long wait. Yeah, I, I, I was in that wait. It was like almost like two, three hours. Oh, my God. Stupid. You know, I was, well, no, Finding Nemo. Like when that first opened up, I was there the second day it was open, and we Ooh. waited like, God, almost four, I think. Oof. Definitely not worth it. I mean, at least that's a long one, I guess. But, yeah, no, but no. Yeah, that, definitely not worth it. So sorry. this was a different experience for sure, and it was great, but you can only spend so much time there because of the, you know, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And plus... If you're going to stay for the other type of uh, attractions, which is building a lightsaber or building That's a droid. That's the other thing is, which I was not Do doing. I want to spend another $250 that I was here? Like, no, thank you. Like, and you may. You may you get may there and decide to. you're going to have to buy a lightsaber. It's for Logan. You oh. have to. You got to get him a droid. And you got to get him a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. I won't be doing that through there. You don't think I'll so? I'll be going through a third party. You think so? Oh, yeah. Just wait till you get there. Oh, no. Because the third party one will be better. Oh, it will. He 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 will understand, and then he's gonna he'll see some kid come up to him with their like kind of like plasticky looking thing, and then Logan is going, "That's cool." And then by then he was just like, Whoo. "A real working lightsaber." Like going, uh. at his "Sir, anim- your son, claws. he needs he needs to put that down right now." Like, are you trying to tell him to put it down? He's got claws. <laughs> he's got he's, claws, and he's got a lightsaber, and he has a healing factor that's like no other. And I'm pretty sure he can use the force. He's the boss. Yeah. You understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what I was doing. I made my first trip to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Would definitely for any nerd say you gotta go. You yes. gotta check it out. Hopefully by January it'll be a more of a destination. Yeah, I'll probably will be heading down a, there invest a little more time. March, April-ish. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. I know Logan will be too small still, but you know, I'm still selfish. I'm 
I'm a young parent. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm sorry, young, please. I'm uh, <laughs> a parent that is a new parent that I'm still going to be selfish. So, yeah, yeah great. I'm, I'm gonna well, go. let me know when you're going. Exactly. And I'll just have. Uh, I'll go and then we'll, whatever. Mickey Mouse can watch just, the baby. It's fine. Yeah, we'll just bring a little group and that way you have people to quote unquote watch the baby. I'll be fine. That's how you get switch pass. Yeah, of course. You we're understand never, it? You we're not switch pass, fast shit. pass? Ooh. <laughs> Think of that. We're going to finesse it, bud. Oh, I'm good. Now I can really use that switch pass and people are going, <laughs> and if they even try and question me now, oh, now, now I'll have a kid to back it up. Yeah, exactly. What was that? Sir, we saw you here. As, and we don't think you have a kid. Really? Let's go ahead and take a look over here. Son, come over here. Dad? Yeah. Go ahead and... Uh, Oh, I've definitely been that person who was like, oh, I don't know where, where do I go with this? I was just, I got a kid over there. Over explain, don't understand how it works. I've exactly. been that person. My before. wife just went and gave this to me. I'm assuming this is what we use for, <laughs> yeah, she went to go change the baby. So I don't know one of your bathrooms. How does this work exactly. around here? Oh yeah, no. I, I, I do the whole thing. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, now on to the show. Yeah, The man. big show. The- this time of year, we always... Uh, you know, we try to find, especially when it comes to these big anniversaries, like yeah. can, we, can we talk about a film that was uh, sort of relevant for us growing up? And uh, It was Go- perfect. Ghostbusters is one of them, man. It's great. It's, it's perfect because it's Halloween time. So what, what do you think? What do was you attribute? A, no. Well, was, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Was this a scary movie to you? Like were you, did you, because it's not a horror movie. It's almost like no. an anti-horror movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a comedy, but it has some scary moments. Like. Because you were young, I assume, when you saw the, it. One of the scariest moments of this movie was when Sigourney Weaver, Dana Barrett's character, was possessed or got yeah. possessed by the demon dog. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Zool. Oh, she got possessed by Zool, right? Yeah. yeah. And that was crazy because she sat on that like, recliner chair type deal. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see the hands that come right out. Yes. Like, oh. Like, I was, ooh. We were watching that scene earlier and Candace was like, this is scary. What are we watching? <laughs> yeah, that part's pretty, yeah, it's intense. It was intense, yeah. For especially because the movie uh, Ghostbusters came out June 7th, 1984. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, you know, a Halloween movie no, at all. No, it was all. a summer blockbuster. It was a summer movie. blockbuster, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't one of those movies I saw in the theaters. Did you see it in the theaters? No, I was too young. So I mean, you were really too young, but yeah. I was like, I was probably five. So I think I saw it on VHS. Probably, I would say eighty six, eighty seven, yeah. somewhere in that range. I saw it uh, like ninety one or so. No, not ten years later. Maybe eighty nine. I just remember. Like, my Do you remember seeing it before Ghostbusters two came yes. out? Yes. Okay. So whenever that was, which I'm not it's escaping my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thirty five years later, here we go. We're talking about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched the movie on VHS like a billion times. A lot, right? It was one of those ones where you can be, sit there and just like, obviously it's, you know, fiction, whatever, the whole story. But I mean- What? No, it's documentary. But I mean, like, no. and when you said, you said, you asked me like, is it uh, horror? Was it scary? Yeah. Like something with the word ghost in it, you think like, oh my God, like yikes. Like, no, it was a good time out. There were some parts that I remember thinking are scary. The demon dogs, I think, or the demon dog was scary. Yes. For sure. The red eyes, like the- stalking the sort of people in the party yeah um that the cab driver the like zombie sort of cab driver i thought was pretty creepy oh yeah yeah, yeah. um you're right the sigourney weaver the possession sort of thing is scary um so for like a little kid there was definitely some stuff where i was like oh my god yeah but in general yeah not really a, not a horror movie for sure but definitely in theme with for this time of year. No way. Not even with the cast that they put together, right? Especially the, the first, cast is amazing first two time. names, right? You had Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Peter Bankman, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Aykroyd, who was um, 
Good um, God, I can't even see Ray. Ray, Ray stands. Mm-hmm. Then you had Egon, who was Harold Ramis. Yep. And Winston Zedmore, who was um, played by Ernie Hudson. Yep. Annie Potts was Janine. Janine, yep. And then you had Rick Moranis, who was Louis Tully, <laughs> Sigourney Reaver, Dana Barrett, and then William Atherton, who played their uh, an- antagonist. A dick, yeah. <laughs> yes, he was a dick, all right. Um, and he was the EPA agent. Yes. Right? And uh, I mean, that's all like really like jumps out at me. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah, that's the, the, the main guys, the, the the Ghostbusters itself. Ron it, Jeremy was in there at some point. <laughs> was he? Yeah, I saw a little screenshot today that he was in the crowd. Oh, I thought you were saying up. he was a uh, you know slammer. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was his professional nickname for a while. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> Well, that's horrible, and I'm gonna have nightmares now. Thanks. <laughs> now, now it's turned to a horror movie, hasn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> there's a horror movie playing in my brain right now. Um, well, you know, obviously we're just gonna talk about this movie, and it's yeah. like a. W- there was a scene in that movie that made me just like jump out and maybe go, "Wait, what?" After watching it, probably maybe my one thousandth time <laughs> as I got older, right? Yeah, yeah. Was when remember when Dan Aykroyd? It was like they're in the montage. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Speaking, speaking of busted, makes me feel good. <laughs> Do you remember that scene when you had Ray wake up in the middle of the night because he had a ghost floating over him? I I do. Who then unbuckled his pants yes. and decided to uh, perform. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know. Would you say like what were we saying? What are we saying? An HJ? Oh, BJ? I, a no, ZJ? No. <laughs> what what are we looking at here? Ghost Lacio. <laughs> ghost Lacio. <laughs> he Yikes. was definitely getting his eyes crossed and rolled back. Yeah, it was. He was in the just the highest throes of ecstasy for sure. He must have had so much ectoplasm that, <laughs> that build up <laughs> right out of there. Man, his eyes, his toes were curled up on that. <laughs> that was another scene from that movie. Where I was going, wait, what? Like that's the kind of scene that makes you think. Like ostensibly, this is a movie that's like for children. It's <laughs> do you, I mean, really do you think it's for children? It's not I mean, like, necessarily for children, but it's got the. Uh, it, it definitely has like a humor level where like kids can understand yeah. what's going on in this movie. It's accessible in terms of being able to understand for like maybe not children, but you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year olds. But they're smoking. They're getting head from ghosts. They're cussing. Like, oh yeah, that's one of the things I liked about it. I think is like this movie. They're feels seeing like shit I that make be, you turn yeah. white. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't like this movie. Like it feels kind of like naughty to like this movie yeah. when I was little. But like, yeah, and that was definitely one of the. There scenes. was another scene where Sigourney Weaver, after she'd been possessed, she was uh, looking for because she was the gatekeeper. Yes, she was a key master looking for the key master. Looking for the supposed. key master. And at one point, when Peter Venkman, you know, Bill Murray's character comes comes around because he's obviously trying to hit on Dana Barrett, yeah, right. And she's already been possessed. She's like, "Oh, are you?" The- are you the key master? And he just basically says, well, yes, yes, I am the key master. Cause he's just, you know, trying to, you know, get it in. And at one point she says, oh, I want you to come inside me. I thought to myself, I was going, eh, rewatching that just recently, just, you know, preparing for this episode. I was like, Whoa, wait, what? She said that. I'm going, wow. Like, I don't know. That's what she said. Yeah, literally. And, yeah. I, was, and I was just like, going, Whoa, this movie really is not for kids. Really? You know, <laughs> it's it going, not. it gives you that, fun factor of it of all but i mean yeah all right because as a kid right watching this okay and maybe one of the reasons i said it was for kids sorry is they adapted a cartoon 
four children, and they didn't change much. No, well, except for Slammer was now a but friend. But they also, yeah, yes, but they also did that from Robocop, and I mean a litany of other eighties and nineties. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I guess that's, but but I can because of the cartoon, the toy line, everything else ancillary related to the uh, to the IP, I sort of associate that with an accessible movie for, yeah. for kids. But yeah, you're 100% right. It was definitely a... It could have easily gone to a rated R comedy. E- oh, so so easily. Uh, it's... As as a kid, though, growing up, did you uh, did you kind of like uh, play Ghostbusters? Like, as in, like, did you, like, start, like, strapping a ba- uh, vacuum on your back and start <laughs> running around? Or I just have like, a backpack on with, like, a piece of yarn, uh, you know, tied to it, and you're, like, using it as your proton pack? I always wanted one of those toy proton packs and never got one. Yeah. I would just use a backpack because yep. we had like a fucking broken shop vac that we used. No, <laughs> like okay, that, yeah. I mean, and you can't strap that thing to your back. Like yeah, that. no, okay. I mean, it wasn't going to be, it just wasn't going to work. But uh, I can definitely see. I mean, For an eight-year-old just to strap on a shop vac on the back? <laughs> two steps and all of a sudden you're That's why I have back, back problems <laughs> to this day. But uh, yeah, no, you always, I mean, of course. You you wanted to have the toys. You wanted to have the uh, the Ecto. Uh, wait, the slime. Was, well, the slime. Yeah, I wanted to drive Ecto one oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I wanted to have the proton pack, mm-hmm. and it had the little thing like it. Did it have something that spun on the end? Maybe it was a kind of like a it looked like one of those like a foam noodles. Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, the stream. And, yeah, you don't the, cross stream. the stream. You never cross the stream. So yeah, you yeah, learn. Yeah. Um, so I never had any of the official toys. Did they also have some sort of other ghost trap? And yes. then they had the PK meter. Yes. Right. They had all those. I had friends that had that stuff oh, and would lucky. maybe bring it to school. I yeah. Mean, not, it wasn't like, oh, my friend has it, so I'm going to go to his house and play with it every day. But there was definitely kids in the class who would bring that stuff to school. So you could at least like touch it, see it. And, oh, yeah. So lucky. I was so using, I was over here being a sucker using my imagination. Like, <laughs> fool. <laughs> we'll just draw this up for you. Okay. I had yeah, this. This mouse costume. Child time with Vince. Oh, yeah. Mouse costume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, during these specials, so don't you remember? So how old are you, 12, 13? Exactly. <laughs> don't you remember? You learned little things about me during these episodes. Oh, I can't wait. So I had this, like, it was like a mouse costume. Kind of are a you going to do this to your child? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Continue. And uh, I used that as my jumpsuit, right? Because they all wore jumpsuits, right? <laughs> and I drew... Like on a little pe- uh, piece of paper, I yeah. drew the ghost insignia. Oh, card, okay. Put it on my shoulder. On my nice. Pack. Had the backpack. And then I had this, uh, I forgot what it was called, Magic Reader. Do you remember those things? Magic it was kind of like reader. a, people are going to Google this. It was like kind of like a, a device that would have a cord and at the end of it you would, and a wand, right? Yes. And you would drag it across a book. Yes. Like, and it was like a barcode. Yeah. So, and it would speak to you. It would speak. Whatever. So it would like read out loud whatever you were. Exactly. Oh, so, we could have fun with that today. Yeah. I assume. Yeah, no. Well, I wish I still had it. Yeah, you have it play just say terrible things. I only had two things. I had an E.T. ET book, which I okay. hated the movie. We'll go on that too some other time. And uh, Big Mac, uh, the red the red truck, whatever. doesn't matter. But I used that as my proton pack because I put that on. Was Mac big because he got fat or because he was cultivating mass? <laughs> was it fat? Cultivating mass. Was it fat Cultivating mass, yes. Fat Mac. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he has. He also has diabetes too because of that. He had, had a bag of chimichangas. <laughs> yeah, did it come with a garbage bag full of chimichangas? <laughs> I, the whole time, I forgot to tell you, the, I've been doing a bunch of hummingbirds while I've been sitting here. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, so I put that. I stuffed that 
device into my bag, the backpack. <laughs> okay. Strap that on, and then I'd have the cord come out, and I'd ha- and I'd tape on this like, like yeah. kind oh. of extension, like a ruler yeah, onto. Yeah, this is smart. This is good stuff. And then I'd reach over to my back, and I'd hit the power button of that device, and you'd hear it power up. So that was me turning on the proton pack. Well, all right. And that's that was me, my early cosplaying days, uh, making use of what I had. Wow. Little mouse costume, <laughs> which was a zip up, and onesie. Yes. And then the magic reader as my proton pack. Wow. Yep. There you go. And everyone, you learn uh, a little bit more just about me. Sad as it is. You know, it's not sad. I mean, lots of kids in junior high play that way. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no. Logan, that's I'm cool, sorry man. that you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to shield him from these episodes. Oh, well, yeah. He's he's going to he's going to look at me as a pitiful man and going, God, you're my father. <laughs> Why? Oh my God! And then he gets a little bit more going. Is this why you're dressing me up every year? <laughs> yes, this is why. I'm six and I drive a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a CrossFit trainer. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> he's got a little baby ponytail. He's, 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 <laughs> he's like a motivational speaker type. He's like a Wall Street, Wall Street '80s guy. Oh my God! Uh, this is, oh my God! I should have, I should have sold, I should have sold frozen orange, orange juice when I had the chance. God. I don't even know what direction this poor kid's going, but right now we have him being a a an elementary school student who is a simultaneously several different types of douchebag. He's gonna come in looking like Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, he definitely will. A hundred percent. Um so back to the movie. Yeah. Um who is your favorite character out of the four? Venkman. Right? Always. Bill Murray okay, first of all, these guys are all nerds. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're college professors, scientists. But do you feel that Bill Murray's character was just basically like the cool guy for like the coolest nerd out of the yes, all? Like a hundred percent. It made me kind of question his uh, his PhDs at one point because <laughs> in the opening scene when he's just trying to use his uh, position of power kind of to bed that student, right? Remember yeah, they're, oh, they're doing sure. that whole like uh, telekinesis uh, thing or no, tel- telepathy. Mm-hmm. Where's it go? Oh, what? You, what what's what's what, what? Holding up the card. What is it? A bunch of wavy lines, and you see so the, good. You see, you know, from his perspective, like it's trying. It's a triangle. Is wow, you're so good. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. How about this one? Uh, circle. Are you sure you know the five for five? Yeah. And then the other guy, who poor poor guy, he gets it right, yeah. and he and he zaps him. Yeah, of right? course. That shock therapy thing was so good. <laughs> He's like, come out of here, man. You can keep the five bucks. But yeah, of course, he's just trying to. Yeah, he's trying to hook up. He knows. He's he's that's what it's makes him deal. like. He's the guy who's he's part of the group project, right? Mm-hmm. Who comes in right at the end to put sign his name. That's what I feel like Peter Beckman oh, was a hundred percent. But he's Bill Murray. There was a lot of his sort of energy, I think, in that character. Like he wasn't stressing. How much do you think he ad libbed? Oh, I think there was probably a decent. 50? Um, I mean, I don't know if it was 50%, but I think he definitely probably, definitely probably, I would say there's a very high likelihood that he had the uh, flexibility to to sort of uh, finesse the, the script as it as it went, for sure. Yeah. Now, and I, th- I think, well, it's funny because when I think about the other characters, right, you know, think about Ray, Egon, and Winston, Ray was obviously, like, he was in betweener, right? He was kind of like the cool kid-ish... I've never thought about Dan Aykroyd being cool. Ever. I got fellatio from a freaking ghost. <laughs> How many people can say that? Come on. No, I mean, 
Yeah, I guess so. Paranormal like, activity is going off the charts right now. GJ got himself a ghost job. <laughs> we just came up with that now. Trademark. Ghost yeah. job. It brings a new meaning to the word ghosted. Am I right? Ooh. The kind of ghost that I've been did not end like that. No, busting makes me feel good. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I never really thought Ray was cool. Like, And yet Egon, know. who was a straight and arrow guy. Yes, but he also had the more cutting lines. He was definitely the like the quickest wit of the other ones outside yeah. of Bill Murray for sure. He had the the quickest wit, but he also and he seemed to have the uh, he seemed to be the most important in terms of like he the most intelligent one in the group. Yeah, yeah, because obviously he's the one who it seems like he built everything too, right? Yeah, he, he's the one who built the proton packs. Yeah, or he did a more heavy lifting. Yeah. I think uh, out of the three. Right, Egon just seemed like a nerd, even within the kind of nerd realm. But even the nerd was getting kinks and not action. But I he was, mean, he was, he was putting on some vibes. And Annie Potts or Janine was uh, really just trying to throw herself at him. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so sweet. <laughs> oh my God, that's the best impression you've ever right. done. That was, really <laughs> that was when he brought in uh, Rick Moranis' character. Like, yeah. Uh, what do you want us to do with him? And he just does a little scanning on him. <laughs> when people ask if you do an impression, do you say, "Oh, I do a mean Annie Potts"? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I, that's how I do that's how I entertain everyone at the parties. Well, at that kind of you ever go to a party like that, like Lewis's party? <laughs> oh God, that well, it wasn't a swingers party, right? No, 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 because he had no. his accounting friends and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I like how these people show up at the door and he's like, "Hey, it's Lucy and Steve Pfefferman or whatever the yeah, girls' yeah. names were," and he's an accountant and she's a I don't remember what the line. And was. one of the nerdiest things he says, he says, "Oh yeah, like, these are all my clients, so I can write this thing off." <laughs> Everything I, I, this is smoked salmon from Nova Scotia. Don't worry about it. I can write this all off because they're all my clients. <laughs> Horrible. And then he has that one like vapid woman that's part of. Lewis, I'm going. <gasps> wait, wait, where are you going? Is this going? <laughs> we can still dance. And then, sure enough, just you know what he, you know, he was gonna climb that mountain. Even Lewis. Even he was trying to, he was good. and he was trying to get with Dana at one point, right? He felt. Did you feel that he was, or did, or was he just a really that concerned kind of like I'm the friend zone type? type oh, well, deal? I think he probably spends a lot of his life in the friend zone, but I think he would be open to. There uh, was, I mean, there are times where you're like going, oh yeah, by the way, uh, Dana, your TV was on, so I I turned my TV all the way up just to make sure that people didn't think you know it was just you. So you know, if they were going to complain, they'd complain about both of us. So was that being friend, or was that going, hey, yeah, I'm just you know trying to. Because he invited you to the party, uh, too. So yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what his end game was there, but I think he's the type of guy who. What's will... his angle? Was he uh, <laughs> was he using a dentist system here? Was he a Mac system? What was this? <laughs> <laughs> he's demonstrating power right there when he was. It was the Lewis system. It was completely <laughs> the Lewis different. System. I don't know exactly where it starts. Uh, you, the the tall woman at the party, who it was Casey Kasem's wife. What? Yeah, Jean Kasem, uh, five foot ten. She was big in the 80s. She had a lot of... What else was she in? Let's take a look here and see. Because I seem to remember I thought her. at first it was Daryl Hannah, but it was obviously it wasn't. No, she has a Daryl Hannah look to her, or a essence to her, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, maybe she wasn't in as much as I thought she was in. <laughs> she was on a TV show called The Tortellis. Do you remember that? No. I definitely remember The Tortellis. I'm going to show you uh, the... Uh, Let's see here. Not just another family com. Oh, not just another family comedy. Not just another family. People like the Tortellis don't fall out of trees every day. God, the eighties were bad. Um, but they produced this movie, so it's not too, too TV bad. TV series, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, she was on Cheers too. She had played uh, 
one of Sam's girlfriends. So oh, maybe course. that's where we saw her or where I see her most. Is she was well, a lot of eighties cameos, yeah, playing somebody's love interest. She's I got can see the, that. She's a striking kind of super tall blonde. She's got kind of a sultry voice, yeah, and that was sort of her. She'd get in there for her thirty shtick. seconds. Hey, come back to bed. Like she was like yeah. that person who's in like you know the last American Virgin for ten seconds or something like yeah, 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 sort of. Um, but yeah, I get. Oh, she was in a movie called A Million to One with uh, Paul Rodriguez as I well. I remember so, hearing about that, but anyway, still. We don't have to spend too much time talking about Gene Kasem, but. Uh, we can talk about that party though, still. <laughs> Would you go to that party today if you got the invite from Lewis? Of course. As long as, as, long as he doesn't bring you no dogs. <laughs> well, yeah, the dogs definitely very scary. By the way, as the millions of times I've watched that, that was one of my one of my favorite scenes from that movie was when he goes, okay, who brought the dog? And I'd watch that, me and my sister would watch that scene over and over again, and we'd watch it in super slow motion so we could see everyone's reaction to, like, <laughs> like Zool dog, whatever, coming out and just crashing all over the table and ruining everything. What uh, kind of friends do you think they were, though? No one called the cops or no one did anything. Like, Oh, and Gene Casey fell out the window. Oh, you're right. Which made me wonder, what the hell were you doing out at the window, on the windowsill? She was gonna jump. She just couldn't. She couldn't have <laughs> she Lewis. Didn't wanna, she was gonna she, end her life. She didn't want to dance with Lewis anymore. No. You see those dance moves? Uh, he's got great dance moves. He's got Carlton style dance moves. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. <laughs> no one can see this through, uh, through podcasting, but I'm just waving my arms. Oh no, no, they can feel it. Okay, oh, they feel oh, good. Okay, I can't get off of the Tortellis. I remember now. It was a Cheers spinoff. Carla Tortelli. Okay, I remember. Okay, now this is about her ex. But she had a spinoff. Dan, who? He, no, he did. The ex-husband, remember? Do you remember he? She would always talk about what I. Yeah, I, okay, her. I remember. I remember and she him. Played his. So she's. He left Carla for her, basically. Oh. Yeah. So this is the story I don't about remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yikes. I can leave how that behind. It, now. How did it? Uh... No, no, we're gonna leave that. Leave that yeah, 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 We're, no, gonna, no, we're no, gonna put no. that in the containment yeah, yeah, we unit. We don't have to. But right I just, now. I had to like Tortelli, Tortelli. Oh, that's Carla. So it was. Well, if you said to, if you mentioned. Tortelli was from from the, from Cheers, and that I didn't yeah, I didn't yeah. put the two and two together. Um, anyway, we can get back on topic now. <laughs> are we getting back on topic? Oh yes, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, the, yeah, the four main characters that were awesome. The whole they're they're villains too in this movie. The both the physical and then the I guess um, paranormal villains. They played they were just great. William Atherton as that classic kind of like dickhead guy. Very stereotypical 80s asshole. And I was thinking, like, what else was he in? And when I was looking it up, I was like, oh, that's right. You're also the reporter in Die Hard. Yes. Yes, right? he was. Thornburg or whatever, Richard Thornburg. Oh, God. That, that's that's what I was... I was like, what else was he in where he just has that classic, like, kind of face? And... um he just, He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, what, what's another? Uh, Real Genius. He was in. Was he a dickhead uh, in that? Biodome. I don't know. What oh yes, <laughs> Do you remember he was him in Biodome. Biodome. He was. He turned. He turned into like a villain, a crazy villain. He was trying to like end up. Uh, he turned out. He was the lead professor of the Biodome, and then obviously Polly Shore and uh, Mr. Baldwin, Billy Baldwin, whatever one of the Baldwins, um, screws up the whole Biodome experiment, and then he gets pissed off. He goes crazy and he tries to uh, kill Polly Shore and. Uh, one of the Baldwin's. Uh, he was in Oscar with Sylvester Sloan. You I remember, remember that Oscar? Movie? Yes, I, but I don't remember his character. No, neither do I. Uh, so he's been working a lot. He was in a lot of big name movies, you know, like uh, some of the ones we've talked about before. He was in Last Samurai. Um, what? Yeah. 
He was with Tom Cruise. And he was in the Pelican Brief. Um, he's been in a lot of really good movies. Die Hard, Die Hard 2. He's also been in some other less than stellar. He was in um, Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Oh, I thought you said the Jersey Shore itself. No. I was like, whoa, I don't remember that episode. What, was, it, was it The Situation's Cousin? Is that... <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, he was in a movie called um, Who's Your Daddy? Um, what movie are we talking about now? <laughs> he was in a movie called Buried Alive. He is that in... one of those movies that's uh, Bustin Makes Me Feel Good movies? Yes, that's exactly. Mm. That is exactly right. Um, he was in this movie called Ravenhawk, um, which is just like, it looks like a Terminator kind of ripoff. It just looks like Linda Hamilton. Um, Ghost Heads. Oh, so he has a ghost thing then. <laughs> is he being typecasted? Oh, was it's, he a a docu- kind of it's a documentary about, uh, oh, uh, Ghostbusters? about Ghostbusters fans. Oh, I might need to watch that, actually. Oh, All well, right. well, well. Oh, we might have to check that out after exactly. this. Exactly. So William Atherton, uh, storied so, career. And then uh, and then he had uh, Gozer, who was the villain. Yes. Right? What did you... What was your feeling of, like, the two the two like antagonists? Like, do you think that was... I, mean, I think it was, it was nice to have, like, a, you know, someone on the grounded level and then of course like that's honestly exactly what i was going to say is we talked a little bit about this before but this movie felt plausible in a certain sense because it wasn't because the paranormal stuff kind of builds yeah and it starts with real life problems like, yeah these guys are starting a small business and the government agency is coming in and ruining it for them <laughs> when in reality we're dealing with a much bigger issue we start with you know library books flying across the room and the next thing we have is some sort of uh, demonic possessions and you know uh, paranormal beings from centuries ago coming and trying to wipe out the largest city in the world yeah um so i do like that there was a a uh, a human Element. villain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now that you you just clicked in my head yeah when you asked me uh is it a scary movie you wouldn't you would you would think that especially in that first scene from the library with the librarian right yeah yeah Shh. yeah and they just come up to him, and, and all of a sudden, she's That's just, why I never read. <laughs> Don't ever go to a library, people. Yeah. There are ghosts there. Yeah. They come out of the books. Okay, question about the ghost specifically. Mm. So, you were talking about, you have the demonic, you have the person, but then you also have the actual ghosts. Yeah, okay. Did it bother you at all that the ghosts or apparitions or whatever you're seeing in this movie, there was not consistency? No. I, because I, some I of liked... them are human. I don't know what Slimer is. The He's cab driver is a zombie. Blob. Yeah, he was a disgusting blob. So some of them look like people. Some of them do not. Did it like, bother me? No. It, that a little bit to me. I was sort of like, oh, was it? Was that wait, taking what? that? What was it? Was this? it taking the grounded element Just now away from you? Back on it. In the moment, like when I was a kid, I don't even think I thought twice about it. But now, if you ask me what Slimer was, like what was what was he? disgusting blood i know but he had you know human type features very hungry voracious appetite uh from one thing i was looking at when i was you know just trying to do some more homework on you did research research yeah oh hey my dude so one of the facts was uh dan Aykroyd and john belushi they were actually heading this project before you know the untimely right. death of mr belushi but they were kind of fashioning slimer's character to bluto from america uh from animal party Animal House. Animal, animal Animal House, yes. You're thinking about Animal Crossing, your favorite video game. Oh, of all time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bluto from yeah. Uh, uh, Animal House. Okay. Do you remember, the obviously, the famous cafeteria scene? Of course. And he's just pinging out on everything? Yeah. Think about this scene when you first see yeah, Slimer, and he's yeah. just pinging out on everything. 
So people were like, thinking, oh, maybe that's the, go- go- the ghost of Bluto. <laughs> Just got the, all those hot dogs in his mouth. Disgusting. <laughs> Busted makes me feel oh. good. <laughs> oh man! But you know what? This movie gave us like a lot of like. Oh, you know what? Another thing was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. So great. Did you think that was like silly? Um. So now, of course, yes. But in the time, I thought that was kind of scary too. When you look at the sheer size of this thing, yeah. I love that. It says a lot about that character. You know they. Gozer is, you know, choose the, uh, like the choose your host yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Like yeah. you're gonna bring your own reckoning here, and it's gonna be the your worst fear, basically. Exactly. And everybody clears their mind and thinks about nothing, and then, and then Ray thinks about some iconic like retail. What? What did you do, Ray? Yeah. <laughs> God, I don't know. Ray's gone bye bye, Egon. What are we gonna do here? That that'd be like fucking Captain Crunch or something attacking you. It's pretty funny. Can you imagine that? Right? Uh, Who's that? That's Diggum the Smacks Frog. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming <laughs> to get me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. So, in your mind, yeah. Right. So, is that what you would say? You think Captain Crunch is is who? No. Which mascot in your head would be like the one like holy crap? Obviously, Stay Stay Puffed was the you know one made for this movie, right? What would be your biggest fear and of like Stay a, Puffed is great, and I think it's probably fashioned a little bit after like the Goodyear. Man, oh like yeah, that's what I always yeah, Michelin thought man? of, or the Michelin Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like current, I mean, when I think current I mean, or past tense, what, what? I mean, God, there's so many. I can tell you what commercial I hate the most. Oh, okay. It's the stupid Charmin commercial with the bears. Oh. So you're wait the bear? Which one, the Mama Bear or the Bear Dingleberries? Clean because I'm Charmin clean. I hate so the bear with the dingleberries yes i, didn't want to, yes. So, I hate it so that's that what, would be my worst that would nightmare. be that would bring on your doom in your ghostbusters everybody else universe. would be running and screaming at these giant bears and i'd be like i hate that fucking commercial you know why they'd be running because they don't want those dingleberries to come down and fall on them that's what it is oh i never thought we would say dingleberries multiple times in one of our episodes yet here we are <laughs> you know being a father has changed you Vince. you're you're much more uncouth than you, than you were in the past you're just living in reality it's now sleep deprivation yeah i know um i don't know can you think of a, a sort of a, a mascot or a a, a sort of a advertising what uh, yeah can you imagine like the like the the colonel from colonel, like the colonel sanders well, I do declare. He just, his head is just floating above the city. Oh. And he's just like. My 11 herbs and spices. Come and get you. Yeah. Come here, boy. And he just like grabs me and hits him over the head. What I'm imagining is like a, a new version of Rampage starring The Rock. Oh, okay. And you have giant versions of the <laughs> the woman from the uh, Popeye's commercial. And, oh, love uh, that chicken yeah. from Popeye's. <laughs> Our new sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. And Colonel Sanders and. Uh, would and you have the, Church's the, Chicken, whoever that... I don't know who does theirs. You could have the Chick-fil-A cow, I suppose. Oh, there you go. All right, yeah. Um, what other chicken? I would not watch chicken this joint? movie. No? Let's just... <laughs> let's be honest. I'm not watching it. Trying, you know, uh, I was thinking of when the Simpsons kind of spoofed a little bit oh, with uh, yeah. with a lard lad. So good. I <laughs> so loved great. it. I loved it. It almost doesn't get better than that. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, so this movie has aged pretty well. Can you can you still watch it? Like thirty five years later, are we are we still re- yeah. rewatching this? I thing? think the level of comedy was outstanding. I think the um, the graphics and you know 
that any sort of special effects are sort of of their time but i think the quality of the cast i think the the story i mean all of it i think holds up when so many movies from our childhood just absolutely do not hold up yeah this is definitely one that does the only thing that i'd say maybe the effects were just like obviously you can kind of, of tell course. like of its time yeah, yeah other than that no you're right story totally holds up. The, the humor yes it's not like too dated where they're using like bill murray's style of humor in general i think because he is so relatable and has has that sort of um unique ability to to sort of be like the guy at the party who's just living it up and making everyone laugh without seeming like he's being on stage like yeah. he has that sort of great balance of you know dry humor and cutting sort of witticisms and also real genuine sort of heart like that's a really tough balance there's a reason there's only one bill murray right yeah and his sort of uh stamp is all over this movie well here's one thing like and this is like one of the moments where just like bill murray just like makes me laugh so hard yeah right from the movie right <clears throat> we did this on our secret episode of uh, a street fighter where i reenacted a uh, scene and i'm going to do the same again for right. that just basically Everybody sums up, up the movie and everything <clears throat> i'll be playing uh one two three four i'll be playing four people in this it'll be kind of hard i'm not gonna say the names but you, you everyone knows if i've yeah, watched yeah, this yeah. movie millions of times that you yeah. have so it starts off this out real quick everything was fine with our system until our power grid was shut off by dickless here they caused an explosion is this true yes it's true this man has no dick <laughs> well that's what i heard i mean that was right there the bill well murray done. right there he obviously he was the one who said yes this man has no dick right there that was just the epitome of like that movie made me just die every time because he's he's the mr once again like he's the mr cool guy that's just like i don't want to say he's carrying the movie but he he did a lot of like lifting of like if this guy wasn't in the movie like would it oh, still appeal no. to you right yeah, it was i hard. mean it may still be a good movie but it wouldn't be the movie that we remember for sure yeah um he was in such a groove at that point i mean this was caddyshack time yes. this was uh what was the other uh, uh, meatballs caddyshack, this was, meatballs yeah i mean he was saturday night live i mean he was really like and this movie seemed like a saturday night live project kind of thing right well yeah because bill murray and uh and dan Aykroyd were on this fi- on this film correct um and then john belushi was well once again uh, before his uh, death was attached to this uh, to this project. Yeah. Um, some facts that we're going to go ahead, not facts, but I mean some things that we're going to go over right now were um, some possible castings of this movie. Yeah, who else was supposed to be in this? So Peter Venkman was going to be John Belushi's character. Right. Could you see that? I can. Uh, I mean, what, I mean, how I how, guess, dr- how dramatic but... would that change shift everything of the movie and like how the character would have been played? I mean dramatically well like we just talked about how i mean the bill murray stamp is literally all over yeah. this film and i think it's his style of humor that is what holds up all these years later whereas uh john belushi was more of a he was more akin to like a chris farley or something physical, physical comedian comedy, yeah. over the top whereas bill murray has that ability to sort of play it sort of play it cool to take it down half a notch and really let the joke sort of sink in. He's not going to beat you over the head with it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, John Belushi may very well have been capable of delivering a performance that was, you know, memorable and great. But I mean, I couldn't, 
that's definitely not a change that I would be for. Now, if you want to put him in, make him Ray instead, <laughs> you want to take Aykroyd in there and put John Belushi in, I could see that working. Oh, no. Dan Aykroyd was going to be in this movie. This was I his, know, this but I'm project, like, yeah. we're, we're playing fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah, fantasy movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Winston, who actually really got no play in this movie. Oh, no. He sadly. was very much an afterthought, and it's um, very... Uh, he was going to be Eddie Murphy. See, that was going to be another SNL cast member where I'm just like, this would have felt like, wow, Absolutely. an SNL movie. Yeah, yeah. How? That would have been a change that I think would have been great. Now, where do you think Poor this would Ernie shift? How, I mean, no, 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 no offense to Ernie Hudson. Great actor. Um, but I mean, like, how dramatic would that make that change? So, like, you have, let's say you kept Bill Murray and then you had Ernie Murphy. Would that, would that flow? Um. Honestly, I think it would have been great. Yeah, I think they would have found a way to play off each other. Um, my question is for the second film. Then, mm-hmm. does he get um, like Wesley sniped in that second movie? Because you know Eddie Murphy is going to be too big to do Ghostbusters two at that point. Was he going to get sniped? Yes, he would have got sniped. <laughs> yeah, and then we would have been. Would it have been Omar Epps <laughs> at that time? Yeah. If it would have been, I would have lost. He would have been. I would have been going. Wow, you are just like the, you know, quintessential. Like, okay, I'm gonna be the replacement. You know, you know, token black guy in this movie. I will be the replacement. Like, don't worry. I heard you guys are doing a sequel. I I will fit it. Here's my headshot. Is there is there an African American part? Yes, I can play that. I would love to swim in the wake of the original (laughs) film. I hear they're recasting uh, Chadwick Boseman for uh, the Black Panther movie too, and I hear Omar Epps is going to be the new. uh, I heard it's going to be streaming directly to Crackle. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, but yeah, I'm just thinking about Eddie Murphy at that, especially at that time. Yeah, Eddie Murphy is just that was like raw, and that was of, just like yeah. He's coming off of Saturday Night Live and but, the, one of the most successful specials of all time at that can, point. Can you, you know? imagine though his how his jump jumpsuit would look like? Everyone would have had just like forty eight hours probably uh, beige beige uh, jumpsuit. He would have came out in an all leather one. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> that would be the best? Like, all purple. Yeah. Great. Uh, it would have been amazing. It'd be rated R though, wouldn't it? Uh yes. And I'd be okay with it. Oh. Who wouldn't be? I mean they already had I'm afraid of no fucking ghosts. Oh god. That was not an impression. I don't know why that came out that way. It was terrible. Can you imagine though like how many like, you know, N bombs you'd probably drop on oh, a ghost? Uh, well, more than a few. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not, I won't do that impression, but I'm saying like <laughs> appreciate it. Uh everyone appreciates yeah, it. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, yeah. But then he left that project to obviously be on Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, fine. hard to hard to fault him. It's the jump start of his uh, superstardom stage of his career. And that's when he starts making more millions and millions. Yeah, right. Definitely. Um, so that was one cast. Another casting. Another one was Christopher Walken Ooh. for Egon's character. I can't. That was weird. No. no. I mean, once again, no offense to Christopher Walken, but to play that character, even as Christopher Walken has a distinct way of acting and i don't see that working with that character no definitely not when he's supposed to be rattling off all of these scientific terms and stuff and he's going to be doing it in that weird cadence and that slow delivery like oh, there's no can way you uh how's your how's your um walking oh terrible i was gonna ask you maybe would you like to go ahead and uh, display it for us an attempt no. um and then you had Louis Tully, who was played by Rick Moran, uh, Moran, Moranis, his character was going to be played by John Candy. See that I could see. I could definitely see that working. Now he wasn't on SNL, right? He was part of the, the other no, uh, show was, in was he Canadian, was on, not Canadian yeah. Bacon. It was a uh, no. He was on. Um, it was in Canada. SCTV. Thank you. But the, wait, 
SCTV. Is that the one that was in Canada? Like Correct. their variety show? Yeah, it yeah. was the, the Canadian sort of version. I think it may have even been produced by Lauren Michaels. And that could be totally made up. Yeah. Yeah, but, I might be thinking of Kids in the Hall, actually, that was produced by Lauren Michaels, <laughs> but was in Canada. But SCTV was around the same time. Yeah. And it had the... Um, yeah. Uh, besides Rick Moranis, who else did we have from there? Martin Short. Yes. Originally came from. There. I'm totally making things up. No, I don't even know if that's true. Oh, are you talking about on, yeah, the, on that show? Yeah, I was show? trying to think of who else because the oh because uh, the McKenzie brothers originally was an SCTV. I'm, bl- I'm blanking on it. On the, on the, he was. He was. The good the, thing is nobody who listens cares. They yeah. don't. They don't know who any. We could just lie. I think of that. Was it Ryan Reynolds on that? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> No, he was seven. No, it's perfect. He's a Canadian. He's the only other Canadian I can think of. Is that true? Um, Is that true that he's the only Canadian? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. James uh, Vanderbeek. John, yeah. Uh, John, so Rick, Rick Moranis, and John Candy worked together on SCTV. That's one, Harold uh, Ramis. That's where Harold Ramis came from. Okay. Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy. Like. Okay. Levy, yeah. 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 Um, oh, Martin Short. Yep. I was. So I was okay, right. Yeah. I, Dave Thomas. Um, so a lot of really heavy hitters from the '80s, sort of comedy world came from either sctv snl they all kind of i think knew each other yeah from that and all sketch comedy variety show type deals they're all like under the umbrella of like a family yeah um so when you oh i'm sorry and then see here here's another another two people that possibly could have been uh peter venkman michael keaton oh i don't see that no how about chevy chase (laughs) no definitely not although i do think i respect chevy chase more and think he's funnier than dan Aykroyd. however yeah chevy chase is somebody who um he needs to be like a one-man act like he doesn't play well with others like he wants to be the guy on screen like either having the best lines or doing something slapstick and like he wants like he wants all the attention and this was very much an ensemble piece and it worked together because at least three of the four yeah <laughs> ghostbusters <laughs> sort of shared equal billing and all played their parts like i think the bill murray effect was probably the biggest but there was definitely like a a sharing of the spotlight there whereas i don't think that that's what chevy chase would be down for how about jeff goldblum as egon I mean, in terms of hairstyle, I can see it. I don't know much more. I don't think I'm Get the glasses. Good. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I guess. You know, I can, I could see a world where that, where that maybe could have worked. But I, uh, this movie holds up and it works. So I don't really. There's not many changes I would want to see. Right. Yeah. No. There's. There's. There aren't any changes I'd be looking at. The Eddie Murphy one is the only one where I'm like, the movie might have been able to go to another level with eddie murphy in it because they and not because necessarily of ernie hudson or anything he did or didn't do but they didn't give him the opportunity you told me that when his 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 role got reduced by a lot and it's because of the well yeah i mean if realistically they had this part we're gonna add a fourth person who is going to be not like everyone else in the group and he's going to be an everyman and he's just here for a paycheck when when you have somebody the caliber of Eddie Murphy with the star power and the cachet and the talent, and then he pulls out, like you can't you're not just going to give an equal piece of the pie to somebody who can't do that sort of level of heavy lifting. So they they rewrote the script and and gave Ernie Hudson's character a much a much smaller part. Did they did they actually did they ever disclose what he what is what what he was working as before? Uh. 
Good question. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, if, like, what was his credentials like when he's like, oh, I'm here. Like, uh, your guys are hiring. And he just, he yeah, just, wasn't he, he like just, a janitor or something or a, a machinist? Like, it was not. Anything. I thought maybe he was just like an, like an ex cop or something. Oh, um, I mean, here we go. See, Winston was, was intended to be part of the Ghostbusters team for, from the beginning, a uh, former Air Force major. Oh. See, so, oh, wow. I don't know if I can imagine uh, Eddie Murphy as a, Air Force Major. <laughs> well, they may have had to change his backstory. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many, uh, how many, uh, you know, military men do I know we throwing um, uh, MFs all over the place. Can you imagine? Sure, they do. I know plenty. <laughs> I know plenty. Um, yeah, he did. I guess it didn't really say what he what he did before. All right. But sadly, so sad that um, yeah, his character, you know, t- kind of took that step back. Yeah. But he's still part of the group. Yeah, he's right? part of the group. He's there at the end. I mean. He's still at the end, and he gets. He, I guess he gets to deliver one of the, you know, the line right at the end of the movie. He says, "I love this town." At the end, right? Because um, after they defeat Gozer and Mister Stay Puffed, and they dump all that shaving cream or sorry, marshmallow yeah, all over uh, William Mather. All they said over. they had knocked the, knocked that actor over. No, oh really? Yeah, William Mather. Because when they, I, I have to. That's got look like a lot. Yeah, yeah. It had some force behind it. Yeah, but that this is like forty thousand gallons of it or something like that. I'm going, God. Oh, like going, that's a lot of like shaving cream, and also that must have New York must have smelled quite different that next morning, <laughs> right? It, smells good. Uh, smells good. I've never been to New York, but I can only imagine what it smells like, <laughs> and it's not good. Oh man, so. What were what were like some best things like you know like positive things that you were taking from this movie that obviously we were, we said like some scenes here and there or and you were saying it holds up and we're saying the humor yeah um how happy were you when they rebooted it um I'm sorry I don't recall that happening hmm? what <laughs> did you watch the 2016 reboot I did not in the theaters okay I, so I did. I did see it in the theater oh ouchies <laughs> um. I don't Wait, think we should tread lightly. I don't want Leslie Jones to come after us. I don't think on its own as like just 90 minutes of sitting in a movie theater and watching something on the screen. Was it like a total abomination? No, but it certainly didn't have to be remade. And that was the problem. Yeah. Like it was just, it felt like we, it felt like a cash grab. Like we're going to take a different angle on this and it's going to be political. And it's, if you, know, you never saw the first, two movies yeah obviously if this was if the 2016 was going to be the first original ghostbuster movie yeah. would have been fine do you it, think it just because obviously it there was unmemorable it would have been okay f- fine but i just i would never i mean would it hurt its rating in your in your in your um no i think it would be better for it if, if the first yeah because right, you don't have anything because, to right. kind of like reference to i honestly probably just never would have saw it I yeah. was like, what is this? No, get me out of here. Um, and I, so I did see it because of its mild connection to the to the original um, and really just had a curiosity to see like what they do with it. And it was whatever. Yeah. It was fine. Now, another interesting thing about the movie, about the original movie, the 84 version or 87, it's four, four, 84. Yes. Vince, come on. Deprivation. All right, here we go. Um, one of the early iterations of his script writing was that this movie was supposed to take place kind of like futuristic-ish, and they were gonna get a bit, give it a men in black treatment. Whereas the Ghostbusters were not just a small mom and pop type ghost busting unit, 
in New York. They were supposed to be an international kind of enterprise where you had different factions in different countries. The original Men in Black or something. Huh? Exactly, yeah. And then you also had like the their uniforms were a little bit different. They had like helmets and things like that. Ugh. And then you had uh, had um, them have the ability to cross over into like the paranormal world. Ugh. So well, if you think about the time, also we're we're coming off of the success of the Star Wars trilogy. Uh-huh. You've got uh, you know Blade Runner. You've got uh, the first Terminator came out in 1984. So you have mm-hmm. this like. I mean, Hollywood is inundated at this point with futuristic, big budget, futuristic or post-apocalyptic sort of like alternate universe type stuff. Yeah. And I'm really glad they decided to go with a reality that's based in something tangible. Yeah. Thank God for that. Because it would have, I don't think it would have held up at all. Because now you're going futuristic. No. Like a lot, it's hard for me to watch a lot of like movies back then that use a futuristic setting, like Escape from New York. And I watch it now, I go, God, that's horrible. <laughs> Demolition Man, ugh. Like no, it's when you when you when you put, when you set your your uh, your setting as a predate of what what the future is going to be holding. It's hard to hold up. Like when you're like going, oh well, we passed that timeline, and congratulations, we don't have a hoverboard, Marty. That's the only movie that I would still see, feel like they, that can, you know, like be pretty cool. But other than that, it's, it was just like hard. Like Terminator was okay-ish. Like the first one. You don't like the retro future. You yeah. You don't want to have to look Like the S- Terminator 2. Oh, no. I, I love that one. That was great. Oh, yeah. Terminator 1. I, go, I watch it now. I go, oof. Oof. Like, well, you also have to remember that that was done on a much lower budget. And it yeah. was, you know. It's the first one. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't know what's coming after, and what came after was so much better that yeah, it's hard to look back at the original. So you know, this movie back to Ghostbusters, it also gifted us not just this whole franchise, this whole fun, you know, busting makes me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) We're going on that. Uh, It gifted us that song. Yes. By Mister, I'm not going to say his name. Again, because I have Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. I was say it again. I was just going to say Ray J. He's been asking me who I'm going to call for my whole life, feels well, like. If something's strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? You're going to call the cops. Yeah. You're, no, <laughs> you're going to call us directly. You're going to call all these guys who come in janitor's outfits with these <laughs> proton packs, like uh, nuclear devices on their backs I mean, to take de- care of business. I guess it depends, but that's probably who I would call. How, how popular is that song? Like, I mean, it's when you hear popular. it nowadays, like do you, yeah. you still kind of like do you and have I'm that hearing tune? it a lot because it's like Halloween, Halloween time. time. Exactly, so it's, that's yeah, why this episode is dropping. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, not only is it catchy, but it's iconic. Yeah, and it is. Um, yeah, it just it is definitely like a. It's almost like a song. It's it reminds me of this movie. It reminds me of Halloween parties. It reminds me of like it's fun. Yeah, and it's like nostalgic it's kind of like the modern not modern day but i mean kind of like the monster mash that <laughs> 60s or whatever song that was yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and now it's like oh in the 80s they had something called like oh yeah ghostbusters song you know, ghostbusters oh man like i hear that song every time and i i, I always i always you know with, like under my breath when i hear who are you gonna call and i go ghostbusters yeah of course you do every time you've been conditioned from the time you were and then i start lab. salivating uncontrollably i don't know what it is just <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what? This movie though that has made its mark in its in the movie you know movie history because it also 
it's also being referenced a lot, obviously, right? And even sure. nowadays, like in the uh, Stranger Things season two, the boys, oh my gosh, yeah, they were great. they 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 uh, dressed up as uh, you know, as Ghostbusters because that was like so, such the cool thing at the time. Which yes, it was, it still is, holds up, and that's why they're going to make another movie again, 2020. Uh, How are you feeling are. about that? I one of the things that I do appreciate is that they are uh, going back to. The, much of the original cast is going to be involved. Their roots. And see, I think I, I think the general sort of uh, sentiment would be much more positive around the uh, alternate, we'll just call it, you know, Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. If more of the original cast had been involved and sort of gave their be- blessing and like had did we have a cameo screen time i'm trying to remember did was there a bill murray cameo in that i don't i'm trying i watched it and i don't remember i well same here and i'm, I'm just like <laughs> it's making me think Ooh. but what i do like about this you know this year is, is like everybody except rick moranis who is still alive and and kicking is 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 involved they're adding some new talent of course but there is definitely going to be that um, nostalgia hit that you're looking for. It's sort of like with these Star Wars movies, like, you know, living in the present, but with a strong sort of nod to the past. Like, that's what you need to do with these franchises that you're sort of tapping into, you know, inter- intellectual uh, properties from 35 years ago. You you need to bring along what those characters that people are looking for, even if it's just in a small way. I think Annie Potts was in the movie for some reason. Oh, Okay. I'm I'm just going through here real quick. Oh, here we go. Cameos. Oh nope. Bill Murray. Okay, yeah, I thought so. But they didn't play themselves. They just right. played. Oh, you had Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson okay. and Sigourney Weaver. So and Ivan Reitman. So well, they did. Oh, and the Andy Potts. But that's the the problem. Is but they like, didn't they didn't keep it in the same yes, universe. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see the originals either mentoring or strapping on the proton packs or whatever that looks like. I, well, do you think that the because we don't know anything about the 2020? I don't know anything. Movie, about the do you story? think they're gonna try and uh, mesh it? Are they are they gonna try and cross over and make it? Oh, this is two universes. No. I, well, I saw the cast list and it does not include Melissa McCarthy or any. So or, this yeah, is okay, not or Kate McKinnon or anything. Oh. Correct. So it's all they're well, ignoring that. That one is no longer. That one's not canon. Oh, we don't know. That's right because uh, that's why Leslie Jones is pissed off. Now I'm remembering Leslie Jones is pissed off the fact that like, you're gonna kind of like dog that. Yeah. That series. Oh, well, I mean, I don't want to throw stones here, but you guys dogged that series first <laughs> by having Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and all these characters come back as secondary, like non-Ghostbusters. Like, oh, we're trying to make it our own thing. Excuse me? You're trying to make it your own thing? What's the name of this title? What's the name of this movie? Ghostbusters. It's not your own thing then. Yeah. I'm sorry. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, But back onto the story uh, of the song, right? Speaking of not only uh not that's not your thing did you know that uh ray parker jr was sued by huey lewis and the news i don't know maybe, maybe i don't know if the news was in actually but oh, yeah you know. was that were the was the news sitting in court i uh were they the uh were they presiding over them <laughs> they were the jury yeah was that the jury uh yeah uh huey lewis sued ray uh ray parker jr for uh for using the kind of like beat of the song and we actually played it right before, yeah. and there are definitely some like Yeah, is Want a New Drug? That's the yes. uh, Hugh Lewis song. Dun, 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 yeah. Similar. Similar. I it's, guess so. I'm surprised that Hugh Lewis won that case. Yeah. 
and Millie Vanilli and uh, not Millie Vanilli, Vanilla, Vanilla oh. Ice and uh, Queen. That actually got thrown out, right? Or did uh, or did they in favor in Queen? Oh, see, I don't. Well, I guess we're gonna have to look it up. All I remember, my favorite thing about that is I remember when uh, on MTV. Yes, go do you on. Remember this? Yes, yes, yes. They interviewed Vanilla Ice. Yes, uh huh. Like, go Man, on. And my song is not anything like their song. Their song goes dun 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 dun, and, and mine goes dun 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 dun. Yes. So I don't really know what these guys are tripping. I don't know if he does that. I thought it was like dun 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 dun. Oh, he might do this. There you go. That was. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, so, yes, he got sued, and they won. Huey Lewis and Lewis won that lawsuit. Years later, Huey Lewis decided to go ahead and mention what he uh, got from that lawsuit, which he wasn't supposed to, and Ray Parker decided to go, whoopsies, you shouldn't have done that, and he busted his wallet <laughs> for, you know, counter suit and said, nope, you weren't supposed to do that, and he won that case. So there was that little uh, squabble. Um, oh, so it, the Vanilla Ice situation was settled out of court. So okay, he so knew. He knew. Of course, he knew. Yeah, that, that's not what that uh, interview, that uh, MTV interview says. Yeah, it's my song. There was there that was undeniable. It is the same song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that we're we're looking forward to another Ghostbusters movie. I actually am looking forward to it. I think I'm ready for. Did you I'm watch ready, the cartoon? I'm ready to cleanse the palate of 2016 <laughs> like i said not horrible but it's like something i took a bite of and was like oh oh mm, i need a saltine i don't love it and there's something over there that i think i'll like better i think i'm good no, one bite was fine i don't need to revisit that i don't need a second on this one uh, sorry what did you ask <laughs> no no so it made that uh ghostbusters impact uh, on your life. How big was it? Oh, okay. Uh, big? Oh, you were asking about the cartoon. Yeah, um, you watched the cartoon, right? Sort of. I, I mean, because at the time the cartoon comes out. It came out years after the... Yes. Yeah. And I think what I did not enjoy... So, uh, there was some sort of like n- naming situation, right? Because they had yes. Ghostbusters and then they had the real Ghostbusters. Which that's the one that took over after the movie. Right. So, the Ghostbusters had just the name... They had nothing to do with the movie franchise. And I was like, why? Coming is this in hot different? right now. They had a fucking gorilla. Yes. They in their did. stupid group. Yes, they did. Um, multiple cartoons from the late 70s yes. and early 80s had gorillas and grape ape. It's weird. Um, yeah, very odd. Um, so I wasn't really, I, there was something that was off putting to me about them having to change um, certain things. They changed the looks of the characters, they were not close enough to the actors. From oh. the movie. Yeah, Egon was blonde now. Yeah. And had red world, specs. Swirly hair, kind of. Oh, I um, love it. And like a little, uh, like a tail or something. Yes. Like, like a, a rat mullet. tail. Yeah. And then Ray was fatter. Yeah. Yes. And or, and it was a ginger. Uh, yes. Uh, and for some reason, Peter Venkman had like green eyes or something like that. There's... Oh, and their suits were all different colors. Yes. So they made some changes that I think, and I'm not really sure why, maybe they couldn't like secure the likenesses of the actors and maybe felt like they had to change the characters a little bit um, to avoid being sued. You don't want to pay them. Uh, yeah, that too. Um, from what I recall, the I don't recall the cartoon and the cartoon having much of an impact on me, but what I do recall were the toys. The toy line, I think to this day remains collectible because they were very over the top right 
Yes. Like the ghosts, like they would um, not necessarily transform, but they would have actions that were. Oh no! Some of them did. Like you, like oh, he's a motorcycle cop, and you flip his legs over, and all of a sudden, like he turns into like a monster. Like his right. torso turns into like teeth and whatever. And what I do recall is that the uh, we haven't really mentioned the uh, the firehouse, which is one of the more iconic set pieces in yeah. '80s film. A huge playset as well, like highly collectible, really sought after playset also. And that Ecto One is just so cool looking. Yeah, the Ecto One hearse that's been turned into the. Was it a hearse or was it an ambulance? Oh, you're right. I'm like sorry. A, like a 70s yeah, 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 amb- yeah. ambulance, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted one of those cars. I remember saying at some point, when I'm old enough to drive, I'm getting a car like that. <laughs> and then it happened. Never happened. Although my dad at one point had a uh, Pinto station wagon that was white on the outside and bright red vinyl interior on the inside. Did you try and uh, fashion a ghost insignia on the side of it? Uh, no, I just slunked down uh, as low as I could when he would drive me to school and hope nobody saw. <laughs> oh, Pinto's, not really the coolest <laughs> no? ride in town. Oh, wow. uh, known for exploding upon impact. Don't tell um, it to Garth. <laughs> well, he, he had the gremlin. Oh, that's right. That, he had a, that yeah, was a gremlin? The oh. gremlin would have been cooler. This Pinto, I'm going to look up a picture and I'm going to show you this Pinto station wagon. <laughs> Please. Jesus Christ, was it horrible? Um, traumatizing, really. Uh, but yeah, I uh, it definitely had an impact on me. Um, it was one of my favorite movies. I remember looking forward to Ghostbusters two so much, oh, and wow. I remember the MTV exclusive that they did in the run up and yeah. showing people in a barbershop getting the Ghostbusters two with the peace yes. sign logo shaved in the te- in the side of their head. Do you remember this? Do you I, remember seeing the guy at the barbershop getting that on MTV? Uh, from yeah, on MTV. No, no, I don't. I don't it was that. like. Ghostbusters 2, the greatest, you know, or much anticipated sequel to one of the greatest movies of all time. And we're here counting down to the release or whatever. And they, like, over the course of the hour, kept checking in at this barbershop and showing the guy get the logo. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 was was fine. Okay. What was the song? For that one? Yeah. What was the iconic song? For that one? Oh, God, I don't even remember. Your love is taking oh, me higher. But it wasn't. Man, that is going to be somebody's ringtone, whatever came out of my mouth. Right there. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna clip that. Yeah. Let's cut this out. <laughs> but yeah, that you had the weird ooze and you'd have to play yeah. the song to get it to. You had Vigo. To fight it. Yeah, Vigo. Creep. Yeah. Well, well, we don't have to talk about this and I'll never like sing again. You were like flies to him. <laughs> Anyway, so um, yeah, that was that's Ghostbusters in a nutshell. It was a great iconic 1980s movie. carries carries on and holds up to this day. Fantastic cast, great writing, excellent humor, um, just overall good time. Again, I I find myself watching that over and over again. Uh, Jeremiah, as we wrap up this episode, where can everyone find you? Uh yeah, xjdempseyx on uh, Instagram and uh, the Twitter, and uh, hopefully in Galaxy's Edge in a few months uh, with my dude here and the uh, the young Padawan. Oh uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see. We'll see how he. Uh, well, actually, no, he's the boss now. He's gonna tell me we're going. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you can find me Vima Style Zero Nine on Instagram, Vincentity Zero Nine on Twitter. You can find both of us on Keep It Nerd all one word on our Instagram and Twitter. It's been quiet for a while, guys. We told you earlier what's been going on. So we're uh, back with a vengeance. We're back. We're coming. We're coming right, right back. Are you ever going to give away this Rick and Morty thing or are you a liar? 
Fuck. Answer that you right know now. What? I am. I I really, really am. Get off my fucking back. I just had a kid. <laughs> uh, no, it is going to be coming out in. Uh, hey, we can't. We can't. We can't give that away now. That's, we're going to have to auction that off. You <laughs> got diapers to pay for it. Uh, please e- email us uh, at keepitnerdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us uh, any things that you loved about Ghostbusters. Uh, let us know maybe things that we missed. Uh, obviously, this is, this is just our uh, our opinion about this movie. Uh, let us know if you liked it. If you liked the 2016 uh, version better, uh, then then this uh, better get out of here. Uh, just, you know, I leave it. You know what? Then unsubscribe. <laughs> we don't need your fo- we don't need your uh, following. Go away. Um, yeah. So everyone, please like, rate, subscribe to the podcast to our social medias we love you thank you for coming and listening to us one more time keep it real keep it nerd number one podcast let's go yeah check the podcast nerds about the podcast about to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts game and anime and even comics got you covered i'll just listen to this intro from this budget donald glover yeah we'll take your mind up on a trip like rick and morty like we jumping through these portals trust me none of this is boring and they cover all these topics started now you tell the